I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, January 22nd, where we cover all the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals is 90 the new 40? Maybe so, at least if you ask a buffalo fish. A new study revealed that the freshwater fish species native to North America can not only live up to 127 years, but actually get healthier as they age. Research showed that the fish had higher quality of life in their 80s and 90s than they do in their youth, largely in part to low levels of stress. So as you start the week out, let our aquatic friends be a reminder if you want to live a long, healthy life, just don't sweat the small stuff, Peak Pals. All right, Peak Pals, besides living a stress-free life, which is something we can all for, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, stock surge could cushion broader downturn. For our second story, networks gear up for the live sports streaming era and our big picture. For our first story, if we're still in a vibe session, somebody forgot to tell the stock market over there, things are better than ever. See, the S&P 500 cracked a new all-time high at the end of trading last week, closing at $4,839.81, just past the previous record set in January 2022. A bucket of big tech stocks dubbed the Magnificent Seven, Apple, Alphabet, Amazon, Microsoft, Meta, NVIDIA, and Tesla accounted for around half of the S&P 500's growth last year. That's definitely not as catchy as by the way, the Magnificent Seven, but nonetheless. Gains were driven by investor enthusiasm for AI, along with a growing belief that central banks will begin cutting interest rates as early as this spring. It matters because the stock market may not be the same thing as the economy, but high-flying stocks tend to strengthen the broader economy too. When the stock market is performing well, people tend to feel wealthier, which researchers have found causes them to spend more, driving up employment and wages. Publicly traded companies also face less pressure to do big rounds of layoffs when stock prices are high and shareholders are happy. Meanwhile, in Canada, the TSX has enjoyed more modest gains as higher interest rates weigh down Canada's more real estate-dependent economy. But plenty of risks remain that could spook investors and send markets reeling from wars in the Middle East and Europe to unexpectedly stubborn inflation that forces central bankers to keep rates higher for longer. For our second story, as if supporting Canadian sports teams wasn't hard enough on its own, don't talk to the Leafs, broadcasters could soon make it even tougher and expensive to tune into games. Here's what's driving the news. ESPN is in talks to sell equity stakes in the network to major sports leagues, including the NFL, NBA, and MLB, as part of the company's effort to transition into the streaming era. To catch you up, two other major players in the sports broadcasting world made headlines this month different high-profile streaming plays. Just last week, Amazon inked a deal with a local sports broadcast group, Diamond Sports, that will give Amazon's Prime Video the streaming rights to more than 40 major sports teams across MLB, NHL, and NBA. Meanwhile, NBC's controversial decision earlier this month to show an NFL playoff game exclusively with its Peacock streaming service paid off in a big way, bringing in 23 million viewers to become the most viewed streaming event ever in the U.S., This all matters because NBC proved that sports could help streamers get more subscribers in, well, record numbers, which could push other media companies to leverage their live sports broadcasts to push paid subscriptions more aggressively. On the other side of the border, companies like Bell & Rogers, who have the broadcast rights to most pro sports games, already have paid streaming services like TSN Plus and Sportsnet now that carry the same live games as the cable channels. Which brings us to the bottom line. 
With broadcast rights fragmented across different teams, leagues, and even individual games, expect to soon have to pay for multiple subscriptions to be able to watch all your favorite teams' games. And for our big picture, Ron DeSantis drops out of the Republican primary. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis bowed out of the race to be 2024 Republican presidential nominee, endorsed Donald Trump as recently as last year. DeSantis led in head-to-head polls against Trump, but has seen his campaign lose traction in recent months. European firm wins major Ontario transit contract. Italy's WeBuild Group, Spain's Formento de Constructiones y Contratas, SA, have been awarded contracts worth up to $1.9 billion to build part of the new Rapid Transit Ontario line in, Ont- in Toronto. The joint venture will handle the construction of three kilometer of tunnels and two underground stations. Blackstone makes $3.5 billion Toronto housing play. One of the world's biggest real estate investors is acquiring Tricon Residential, one of Toronto's largest apartment complex owners, for $3.5 billion USD. Tricon currently has $2.5 billion worth of apartment buildings under construction in Toronto, in addition to its portfolio of tens of thousands of rental apartments and houses across North America. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day, Peak Pals. Peak Pals.